Thank you, thank you. You doing all right? Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I took some water. Y'all doing all right? That's good, that's good. If I can get two volunteers to, just whoever the first one come up, to pass out these worksheets here, split it with your friend now. I hope you all are doing exceptionally well. I feel that the word that I have for you guys and gals today is uh, beneficial. I think it'll be a blessing to you. And today's theme or today's title is, it's okay to be different. It's okay to be different. As they passing out these worksheets, I'm gonna go ahead and read three verses of scripture. And then I have a lot of points. Hopefully I can get it done in 30 minutes. But if not, you'll at least have these notes to take home with you. Matthew 5, 13 through 16 says, you are the salt of the earth. But if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot under people's feet. You are the light of the world. Again, you are the light of the world. A city set on a hill that cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Philippians 2, 12 through 15 says, Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, so now, not only as in my presence, but much more in my absence, work out your own salvations with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. Do all things without grumbling or disputing, that you may be blameless and innocent children of God without blemish in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation among whom you shine as lights in the world. And last but not least is Ephesians 5.11. Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this opportunity to stand before my brothers and sisters to declare what you have shown me in private. I pray that the residue from my relationship with you will pour into their minds and hearts with the opportunities for them to grow deeper and to grow uh, even into deeper depths of maturity for your glory. I pray that the words that I speak today will bring life, will bring clarity, will bring insight, will bring wisdom. But most important, I pray the anointing that will reside in this message will destroy any yokes that may bind them, that may be keeping them from being your peculiar people, a generation that you have called for such a time as this. And like I always say, Father, if I'm not speaking, if I speak without you, and you're not in this room, I'm wasting my time. So Father, rest in this presence now and speak through me. In Jesus' name we do pray, amen. There's four things that I wanna talk about today that goes along with the theme, it's okay to be different. We're gonna talk about what does it mean to be different, what hinders people from being different, the benefits of being different, and how to make up the difference to make a difference. Let's talk about what does it mean to be different. The definition of different is this, not the same as another, unlike in nature, form or quality, distinct, separate and unique. Difference again by definition is not the same as another. Unlike in nature, form or quality, distinct, separate and unique. It reminds me of a scripture in Romans that says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. 
Right now, you're heading into one of two directions. Either you are conforming to the image of this world or you're transforming into the image of Christ. Oftentimes, we forget just who we are. In the beginning, God said, let us make man in our image. And some people skip over the next phrase, says likeness. Each and every one of you bear the image of God, but my question is, do you bear his likeness? Are you like him? Are you in such a loving, thriving relationship with the Father that you mimic, not mimic, oh yeah, mimic his character? Let's keep going for time's sake. You have to be different to make a difference and to make up the difference. If you want to make a difference in this world, you have to be different from the world. You cannot be the same of something and change it. You have to be different. And my question to you is, are you different than this world? Let's keep going. Next point, you have to do things differently often to make up the difference between the person you are now and the person you need to be to make a difference in this world. Now, what does that mean? There's a difference between the person you are now and the person you need to be to make a difference in this world. Right now, you at a state of life that possibly, potentially, you may not be the person that you need to be to actually make a difference in this world. So many young people are so caught up in this world system, distracted by it, that they're not even allowing themselves to be distinct, to be peculiar, to be God's people. It benefits you to be like him. So many people are going to die soon and find themselves looking their maker in the face and realizing that there was more of the world than there was of him. My question to you is, whose image are you bearing? Whose likeness are you bearing? Are you more like God or are you more like this world? You have to do things differently often. The person you are now in a plateau state can't make no change. Meaning, if you stay the same today and don't make any type of different changes in your future, you can't expect your life to change. Any ball player, any musician knows that if you put the, the trumpet down, if you put the ball down, you're not going to be as effective. I promise you, the person is that you look up to, the people who are great in our world, whatever they do, they do it every day. And you got to ask yourself, am I doing what it takes daily to be a person of destiny? God wants you different for a reason. He doesn't want you to be similar. He wants you to be different because he knows that we need lights in this world. Next point, because I have a lot of points to cover. It says, being a light is no light matter. Being a light is no light matter. Let's break down Matthew 5 real quickly. It says, you are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how should the saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. You are the light of the world, a city set on a hill that cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. The two points or the two substances that represents us as salt and light. If you don't choose to be different, then you won't be able to expose demonic activity around your family, nor will you be able to preserve them. We were supposed to be uh, salty, not salty in the world sense, but salty in a way where we preserve those who are around you or around us. Like for me, I got to make sure that I make a distinctive 
uh, decisions because I know I have a wife now. I have nieces and nephews who look up to me. I have brothers and sisters. I have some of y'all that may look up to me. Whatever it is, I got to continue to stay in God so that I can preserve those who's looking on. Also, I got to make sure that I let my light shine to expose so that people can see the truth. It's crazy how many of us, we dim our lights to be common dim my lights to be like others when dimming your light will get you only closer to darkness. I'd rather for you to be a light and be alone than be dark with other people. But if you don't examine your life, if you don't examine where you are, you will find yourself with the pressure of the world to cause you to dim your light. The beautiful thing about lights are is that do lights talk? Y'all can talk to me. Do lights talk? These lights right now are just doing what they do naturally. So many people look at young Christians or Christians, period, or some people in the faith, they walk around telling people about themselves but don't live the life that they preach. All you have to do is just be the light. People will observe you from afar. People will be drawn to you not because of what you say but the way you live your life. People can care less about what you say out your lips. They care about how you live your life. Don't articulate a faith that you do not live. Now, what hinders people from being different? What hinders people from being different? I spelled the word hinders. H, one of the top things that hinders people from being different is hopelessness. The Bible says hope deferred makes the heart sick. Anything you put your hope in will run away from you, causing you to be sick. So if you put your hope in a person, put your hope in a concept, put your hope in the idea, that thing will disappoint you. God is immutable, meaning he doesn't change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. When you have your hope in him, it doesn't matter what happens in life. You stay secure. It's like the Bible says, a tree that's planted by the rivers of water, its leaves will not fade, meaning that because their roots are in the stream, the source who is God, their leaves never fade. But so many people care about the source that rains on them versus the source that is anchored beneath them. Because if, you if you're depending on rain or storms to come for nourishment, you're going to find yourself disappointed. But you've got to always stay rooted in an everlasting stream who is God. So what hinders people from being different are those who are hopeless. They have no hope in God. Number two for time, say what hinders people from being different? Intimidation, meaning fear. They don't want to be different from the world because they're intimidated by the pressures of others. Do not allow the pressures from people today who ain't going to amount to nothing keep you from being a person that you need to be. How many people have you heard stories of that they allowed the pressures of their friends to cause them to get into certain situations and now they're surrounded by consequences? It's okay to be different. Do not allow anyone, I don't care if they're your loved ones, to intimidate you from being different. Number two, what hinders people from being different, they have no reason to say no. Listen, people who are different, it's okay to say no. No is probably the number one word in your vocabulary or should be one of the top words in your vocabulary because no means self-care. People who do not say no don't love themselves. Those who love themselves are not afraid to say no. But those who are afraid to be different are people who say, you know what, I'll go wherever you go versus saying no to go in place that you shouldn't. What hinders people from being different? D, 
deception and demonic influence. Right now, many people are up under some form of deception. The Bible says the truth is what's going to set you free. There are areas in your life that has yet to be unlocked by truth. And it's your responsibility to say, Father, what is it in my life that's a lie? Because if you continue to live a lie, you will never be different enough to make a difference in this world. Next, E, envy. What hinders people from being different? Envy. I'd rather compromise my way of life to have what you have. The greatest thief of joy is comparisons. There is not one person in this room that is the same. It's crazy how many people forsake their lives to be a copy of someone else. How many copies do I have in this room? How many originals do I have in this room? Are you uniquely you? Are you okay with yourself? Do you love yourself? Do you like yourself? Because if you do, you don't mind being different. It's okay to like what you like, but make sure you like it because you like it. Don't like something because you want to be liked. Because in this world, as a Christian, you're not going to be liked. And you have to be okay with that. What hinders people from being different? Our relationships. You are the sum total of the people you surround yourself with. If you show me your friends, you heard this before, I can show you your future. Where are you headed? Look at the people around you. If you're the sharpest knife in the drawer, you should switch drawers. Because iron sharpens iron. A dull knife, the only thing it can cut through is butter. You gotta be around sharp people. You gotta be surrounded by people that are smarter than you. People don't mind checking you. If you're surrounded by yes men, you'll never know what to say no to. What hinders people from being different, last but not least, real quickly, is selfishness. I don't wanna be different. I just wanna be who I wanna be. Next points. The benefits of being different. We'll go through these quickly so I can get to what I wanna to get to. The benefits of being different. Of course, I spelled the word benefits. B, the benefits of being different is that it deepens your belief. I love being different. The only preacher I listen to is Pastor Google because I don't want nobody infiltrating the way I do what I do because I want to remain different. You got to understand the beauty and the, the benefits of being different because it deepens your belief in God and it deepens your belief in you. All ball players know if everybody's was post-up players, who's going to shoot? If everybody was shooters, who's gonna get rebounds? You cannot be the same everywhere, but it's your difference that deepens your belief. If you know you're the shooter and the ball gets to you, you believe in yourself enough to shoot. It's okay to be different because being different deepens your belief in you. Not just you by yourself exclusively, but it deepens the you that is in Christ because it's only in him that you can do what you can do in his life. The benefits of being different, it deepens your belief in God and it deepens your belief in you. The benefits of being different, E, it connects you to what's exclusively for you. It connects you to what's exclusive, exclusively for you. Listen, no, with all due respect, I don't want what God has for you. I want all what God has for me. I was supposed to be made different because there's stuff to set aside for me. I don't want to get to heaven and God has a, a storage room full of the stuff that I was supposed to do in his life. 
I want to live full but die empty. I want every book out of me. I want every concept out of me. I want everything that God has placed in me out of me. But he only allows things to be distributed in his uniqueness through his divine uh, help when it's different. God doesn't want you to sound the same as somebody else. Do what everybody else is doing. Yeah, we may do things similarly. Sim- How you say it? Thank y'all so much. We may do things like that, but it's supposed to be a different twist. It's one thing to be like, oh man, there's a lot of motivational speakers out there, there's a lot of preachers out there, so I guess I'm not gonna preach. No, I'm supposed to put my unique twist to it. See man, when you understand the beauty about being different, you'll know that God only has things exclusively set aside for you, but you have to be different enough to get it. Because if you're gonna do the same as somebody else, why, why would he give you anything uniquely for you? The benefits of being different in, it gives you the confidence to say no. When you're different, listen, man, I ain't going to that party, man. I ain't doing that, man. It's a waste of my time. People who pursue destiny do not allow themselves to be distracted by the mundane. They don't allow themselves to be distracted by stuff that's going to waste their time. Do you know your time is your life? Your time is your life. And why waste your time and, and waste your life on something that has no eternal value. So the benefits of being different is I am okay with saying no. And no, like I said before, is the number one vocabulary of self-care. The benefits of being different, E, it prepares you to die empty with no regrets. Man, I don't want to be 65, 75 on my front porch looking down the corridors of my life and have regrets. I'm so thankful. When I think of young Josh, Josh about 21, 22, I'm so glad that he did what he did. I'm so glad. Because what he did back then is helping the older Josh now. The decisions you make today will either have you on the front porch rejoicing for the decisions you made or regretting them. Every choice counts. Every decision counts. That's why you can't, listen, you got to understand God is a meticulous, detailed God. Listen, I'm not sitting there saying you got to make choices for God's love. No, that's not what I'm saying. But you have to understand life is much more serious than how some of us live it. We have to live our life with some level of reverence, with some level of seriousness saying, God, I'm going to make sure every step counts, every decision I make counts. Because I know one day I will look back down my life and I will hope to rejoice at the actions of a person younger, the younger version of myself doing what he was supposed to do. If the younger Josh wouldn't have wrote those books, if the younger Josh wouldn't have did those YouTube videos, if the younger Josh didn't do what he was supposed to do, he wouldn't have 10 to 11 residual revenue streams now. I'm so glad in the midst of the pressure of other people talking about why you doing it, I'm glad I stay focused. I'm not saying it to brag because I'm not even where I want to be, but I'm warning you, your youth is fragile. Your youth is like the wind is here today, going tomorrow. I was getting buckets yesterday. No, it was two days. I was getting buckets on Saturday and I got buckets Monday and then Tuesday. But, but, but a guy ran into my knee, right? I'm still feeling that from Saturday. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? So when you get 33, oh, I'm 34. You get 34 years old, you're going to feel it longer. So I'm telling you, (laughs) capitalize your youth is what I'm saying. Let's keep going. The benefits of being different, F, it keeps you focused and flourishing creatively. 
When you're different, you focus. Because a lot of the people that's picking on you now is going to wish they could pick your brain later. <laughs> Man. Those who pick on you now is going to be looking to pick your brain later because you did something with it. People who are different, they're focused. They're not worried about what everybody's doing. They focus because they know time, like they say, is money. And it keeps you flourishing creatively. When you in tune with the Father and you focused, man, my, my most favorite time surpassing the time with my wife is my time with God. When I spend time with God, I always come to God with an empty sheet of paper and a pen. Because I'm like, God, just show me something you never showed another man before. Give me a different angle with this text, Father. Give me a different, unique perspective with this. I want to be always doing something different because if I do something different daily, I improve. I, the benefits of being different, you will make a huge impact on people. When you're different, you distinguish yourself and you help other people. There's somebody waiting on you. Thank you so much because you know I'm African. Anybody from Nigeria, you understand? Or from Africa, we, we sweat. I don't know what it is, but anyway, thank you. I appreciate you. You will make a huge impact on people. There's a group of people waiting for you to be you. Being a copy of someone only helps the person that you're a copy of. Being different gives you an opportunity to be distinguished and effective for others. You from, you from Nigeria too? Anyone from Nigeria? Nice to meet you. We family. Let's keep going. The benefits of being different, T, it keeps you out of unnecessary trouble but may even cause necessary trouble. Being different, man, it keeps you out of unnecessary trouble because you focus. But being different could cause necessary trouble. It may cause tension. It may cause people not to like you. and You got to be okay with that. Last but not least, the benefits of being different, it's less stress, man, and less work. When you're different, man, do you? Man, I feel bad for people who got multiple personalities. You got to be five different people. Man, that's a lot of work. It's a lot of work just being me, you know what I'm saying? Let alone being somebody else. So imagine how much energy you will have for the real you if you be you. Now how to make up the difference to make a difference? And I think I have eight minutes left. Let's see what I have. Okay. Oh, 11, oh, okay, we're good now. How to make up the difference to make a difference? Like I said before, Never rest on the person you are now. Reach for the person you should be. Meaning, there's a difference between where I am and where I need to be to make a level of difference in the world. Many people look when they think about making a difference in the world, they think big level difference, like global difference or national difference. No, difference could mean local, it could mean personal, it could be within family, a difference is a difference. A person that reaches someone that was meant to reach the world made a difference. So don't look like, oh, I'm not as dope as them. I'm not as good as them. I'm not on that level. No, just make a difference. But in order to make a unique difference within destiny, you have to make sure that you say, okay, where am I now? 
And what is the difference, what is the distance or the difference between where I am now, where I need to be, to make premium, a premium difference in other people's lives? Now, how to make up the difference to make a difference? How to grow into the person, to become the person that's different enough to make a difference in this world? Number one, you have to dig deep and determine the distance between who you are now and who you need to be. Dig deep means I got to be honest with myself. I got to look at the good, the bad, the ugly of me. I got to look at the, at the person that I am and say, you know what? Because what's unfortunate for a lot of people is that most people are living a lie and rarely live their, not their truth, but living the truth. Are you living a lie? Are you really honest with yourself? Do you know who you really are? Because a lot of us, we bring a lot of good things to the table and forget that we also bring bad things too. That if you don't, self, if you don't self-examine your heart, it'll be your heart that'll be the first thing that leads to your downfall. You got to dig deep and say, God, who am I really to you? Because you can fake it in front of everybody, but one person you cannot fake is God. God knows you in and out. He knows when you are really who you are or if you're tripping. Everybody else can be faked for a period of time, but you can't fake the one that's above it. You got to dig deep and determine the distance between who you are and who you need to be. We all know. That's why you can't worry about what somebody else is doing. You got too much to do for yourself. You got too much improvement, too many things to improve on. What is those things in your life that you know you need to improve on? You know, I got to get better with this. I got to get better with that because if I just become disciplined in these areas, I can even make a better difference. All my athletes understand this. If I put in the work, if I get in that weight room, if I do those extra drills, if I do what I need to do every day, I'll be better. Kobe Bryant, I think I told you this before, but Kobe Bryant said something that was very profound when he was talking to his daughter. When he was training his daughter, he was talking about how he told her, his daughter, he was like, if you train seven days a week when your competition only trains three to four days a week, then within two years, you'll be leaps and bounds above your competition. Meaning that if you put the work in when everybody else is not working, you will be better in two years. But most people say, you know what, I'll just remain average. I'll just do what I got to do. I'm not going to dig deep. I'm not going to make improvements. And you wonder why you get no scholarship. You wonder why you're not going anywhere in life because you're like everybody else. The Bible says it's your gift that makes room for you and puts you before great people. Not average gifts, but premium gifts. How to make up the difference to make a difference? You got to dig deep and determine the difference between who you are now and who you need to be. Number two, you got to decide to follow Jesus wherever he desires to take you, period. Decision means incision. It means to cut. A decision, a decision says, like for me, when I decided to marry my wife, I had to cut every woman off. That's a decision. I can't just be married, be married to her and then in the DMs with other women. I can't, that's not a true decision. A decision means, you know what? I said it before people, I'm married, I'm going this way. If I decide to go left, I'm not thinking about what's on the right side. I made a decision. A double-minded man or a person is unstable in all their ways. Look at your life. If it's unstable, that means you have yet to make a decision. You got to say, Jesus, I'm following you, man. When I was in high school, I wasn't trying to go to Oral Roberts University. For what? 
But God said, boy, you're going to Oral Roberts University. I had to follow him. Did I have a choice? Yeah, I had a choice, but I said, nah, I'm a person of destiny. I'm going. You got to decide to follow Jesus wherever he desires you go, because if you go wherever he desires to go, your desires will be met. How to make up the difference to make up the difference or to make a difference? You got to depend solely on God and deepen your devotion to him. I'm not depending on my ability. I'm not depending on my accolades. I'm not depending on my associations. God, I'm depending on you because you are the source of my life. When you depend on him solely, it's supernatural how he makes waves for you. Waves? Waves for you and waves. Okay, that's the young people talk. Waves. He makes waves for you too. You got to depend solely on God and deepen your devotion to him. Meaning, I got to go deep, man. Shallow swimmers never find treasure. Deep divers do. If you really want to understand destiny, you got to go deeper. Quick, let's keep going. How to make up the difference to make a difference. You got to distance yourself from destructive people and practices and destroy bad thinking patterns. If you want to be great, if you want to be effective, if you want to be different, if you want to be the best in your field, if you really want to be efficient, you got to distance yourself from destructive people and practice. Meaning, you know what? You can't expect to be a premium athlete in sugar all the time. You can't expect to be great mixing with darkness. You can't. And you got to destroy bad thinking patterns. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Next point, time say you got to discipline your life and defend. You got to discipline your life. Discipline is a root word or one of the root words or is part of the word disciple. A disciple is a disciplined one. But who's discipling you? If you want to be great, you got to discipline your life and you got to defend. You got to say, you know, I'm not going to let anyone in my sphere or my circle of my influence because I know anything that I allow in my life can control me. Last but not least, how to make up the difference to make a difference. You got to do what you were created to do in love and deliver the gift in you and deliver or pull out the gifts inside of other people. Now, what does that mean? What I'm doing right now, I love doing it. I don't mind if I never make another dime from doing this. I love it so much. When you do your gift, you do it with love because you love people. I love y'all. Some of y'all don't know y'all by name. I've seen y'all around, but I love it. That's why I do what I do. That's why I pastor. That's why other people, Miss Cleveland, everyone who's working here, they do what they do because they love you. And they don't want you to go down a road that's full of destruction that's going to keep you from being great. Listen, I'm 34. I'm not that much older than y'all. I done seen what y'all saw. Maybe because we're a little bit faster internet, all that kind of stuff. Y'all got a lot of stuff going on now. But I know what y'all going through at the core. So I'm not talking to you at a place of, well, this is what you should do. No, I'm living it now, and I'm seeing the fruits of it now. So what I'm saying is my job is to pull the gift that's in, out, in you out of you so that you can be great as well. You were created to be salt and light. You were created to preserve and to expose. A lot of people don't like being around me because light exposes. And don't be kind of strange with people don't want to be around you because your light exposed them. Being a light is a lonely road sometimes because not everybody wants to be different. Are you willing to be different? The activity on the back is very simple. This will kind of help you kind of process some things. 
How different are you? Scale to one to 10. One to four means you're more of a copy. Five or six means you're kind of different. Seven to 10, you're on, on your way to being different or different. I want you to ask, answer the question, what makes you different than anyone? What field of influence are you called to make a difference? And who needs for you to be different? Next question is, what is keeping you from being different or uniquely you? Circle which ones apply. And last but not least, what do you need to do differently to make up the difference so that you can make a difference in this world? I love y'all. Y'all be blessed.